Welcome to the Only One Mike Podcast. Carl Gerard, Brooklyn Dre is in the building. J Rob is off tonight. We got a very special, special guest with us. First returning guest, actually, Miss Katyra Poland. How you doing, Miss Poland? I'm doing well. How are you? How are you? All right. So, first returning guest for our show. So, what an honor! I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Got to yeah. make, got to make do on the promise because I know the last time he was on here. We was talking about a plethora of things, you know, mm-hmm. but um, you reminded us that Black Authors Month is this month in the month yes. of May. And so, like we said, you come back, you discuss Black Authors Month. I know, you know, May the 4th is normally Black Authors Day. It is. It's normally Black Authors Day. So right now we're expanding this out to the whole month. All right. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. You took it. Oh, so, yeah, okay. you took it. Why okay. not? Why not? So okay. why not come on this platform and discuss it with everybody to let us know what Black Authors Month entails? Can you please? First of all, I'm sorry. We didn't even we we even even introduce you the right way, Katyri. So you know, <laughs> so used to you. Right. So this is the uh, the CEO and founder of Love for Words. She's a she's a editor. She's an author. She's a podcast host. Is there anything that you don't do? yes um so thank you so much for the introduction and just for clarity so the i founded national black authors day which is may 4th i am all for national black authors month as well um i did some research and that doesn't exist yet Mm -hmm. but i can always create that so the reason i created the national black authors day is because i wanted us to have a day to celebrate um, our ancestors who wrote books and other literature before us, those of us who are doing it now, including myself, and preparing, celebrating, uplifting the next generation of Black authors. Um, As we all know, um, Black people have contributed so much across the globe, not just here in the United States. We've touched every corner of of the world, um, from fashion technology, computers, reading, writing. So this is another way to celebrate us. And I specifically didn't choose a day in February because I didn't want to limit us to February. Um, Actually, the interesting part is I emailed someone and invited them to come out. And their question was, why didn't you just put this in February? So (laughs) I just thought that was an interesting question. I can't say I'm surprised, Mm -hmm. but it was definitely done intentionally because we we can be celebrated every day. It doesn't have to be limited just to February, although February is also a great time for us to celebrate. So I really wanted to create this holiday so that, you know, we had a time to talk about all that we've contributed um, across all genres, um, poetry, you know, sci-fi, You know, anything that could be written, we've done it before. Whether other people know it or not, whether we forgot, it exists. So this is the perfect day for us to acknowledge that, um, acknowledge those who have came before us, who um, we never met, but we're here. We're where we are now because of them, because of the sacrifices that they made. And also acknowledging, you know, people who are doing it now and will be ancestors for the forthcoming generation. And making sure that the literacy in the Black community is encouraged and uplifted. And it's a legacy that we continue because we have a legacy of literature. And one of the things that I always point out as well is the 
just the history of Black people and literacy in this country, where we could literally be killed for learning to read and write. Mm-hmm. Um, and although that's no longer the case, at least, you know, not, um, I'll say not officially, um, there are other ways that they're attempting to prevent us from from reading and writing. And one of the things that comes to mind is the book bans. Mm-hmm. So I did some research and 30% of the books that were banned last year between January and June were books that were either had main characters of color, talked about race or, um, you know, the effects of racism in society. So that's yet another way that, again, um, there's a censorship to, or they're trying to place a censorship on what we can read, whose books are acceptable. And unfortunately, um, you know, Black people tend to be more impacted by book bans. Um, so that means fewer eyes are on the books. Um, you know, fewer Black children are, are reading books by Black authors, et cetera. So it's still an issue. Um, I mean, we know that. Um, and I want to be a part of combating that and making sure that, you know, um, we know and everyone else knows that we have value in the literature in, in literature, mm-hmm. and that we're also not pigeonholed just to urban fiction. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. That's one of the things we discussed last time. Was for sure. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I was just going to mention there is a another author here in Rochester, New York, which is my hometown. Her name is Katrina Thompson, and she's on book sixteen, and she writes sci-fi. So even still, even still, there are certain genres where we're not in the spotlight. Um, we are there's still some stereotypes about what we write and what we read. So, again, the National Black Authors Day is an opportunity to, you know, shine a light across the different genres that we write um, and just, you know, a joyous time for us to recognize that our stories matter and that, you know, what we have to say is important, that our that what we have to contribute does make a difference. So I, I want to be a part of of the solution and not just talking about the problems. Um, and on the other side of that, there are things there's, we still have a long way to go, but it's okay to recognize that some things have gotten better. So there are a lot more books with little girls who look like me than there were when I was a little girl. There are a lot more black authors who are more well-known. There's more of them and more visibility for them. So like, I just went to the library and there were maybe like a dozen, maybe probably more, but I saw about a dozen books where the character on the book cover was black. Um, And it was in a predominantly black neighborhood. So those are the things that, you know, the positive changes that I've seen, because, you know, we have made strides, we have um, had achievements despite, you know, some of the setbacks and hardships that we that we still face. So when you're making this push, um, who do you who do you read? Do you have like a slew of black authors that you reach out to? Do you reach out to the schools? Like like what is the process of doing it? Because in order to support the work, we got to know how it works. So, you know, can you give us a like a, a rundown on how that operates? Yeah. So for for this is the very first one. So for this event, everyone who is involved reached out to me. So I started sharing that I founded the day. I shared out that I was looking for vendors and sponsors and people came to me. Um, I will say that I find more value in that. And I find that the quality of 
the participants is higher when they initiate that contact versus on other on other occasions where I've held events or been a part of a group holding an event and we're reaching out to people. And I just think it's interesting um, because you would think people will be honored for you to invite them, but it just seems like people maybe kind of take it for granted. Like, Oh, you want me. So I'm not, you know, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not going to take it seriously. You coming to me asking me for this Mm -hmm. versus with this event where they came to me, like they're all on board. They've been very uh, responsive and, Um, You know, and I'm sure that's not true in all cases, but that's one thing I noticed that, you know, them coming to me, I was able to, you know, um, lock in some really great uh, local authors to who will be participating in the event. So, yeah. Was that the uh, the uh, was like the National Black Writers Conference or something that just passed by? Am I correct in saying that? Um, I believe so. I think there was one in Queens. I forgot the name of the yeah, organization. Yeah, it was one in New York. Yeah, I forgot what organization yeah. did it, but yeah, it was yeah. just as of recent. Yeah, I think it was the Center for Black Literature or something like that. Yeah. So yeah, I think you're right. Okay. Is any turkey wings or anything like that going to be involved with this? There's, salad or something? <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely food. There's definitely food going to be there. Yeah. Um, we like to read and write, and we also like to eat. So That's there's right. definitely, got that definitely right. be some food on on deck all right so what was the what's the push like you know towards the youth do you see like any young up-and-coming black writers because i know the kids are starting early these days for sure for sure we have quite a few here in rochester one of the authors is coming is an 11 year old uh boy who um the name of his book is i'm saved now what Mm -hmm. so he's talking about his experience you know being a child who was saved and the benefits and what he's learned from it and inspiring other youth to you know go down that path because it was so positive for him his name is derek dunham Derek Dunham. yes derek dunham all right we gotta applaud derek dunham because that's something that, you know, you would probably not even think a kid would write about, you know, right. and that's something that nobody really taps on at his age. So that's, sure. that's yeah, definitely, that, definitely not in, in our generation. And I think um, because of this new generation, man, the one thing about them is they're all entrepreneurs, man, like at early ages, like certain mm-hmm. things that we thought that we needed some sort of backing from somebody in order to do these, yeah. these kids is going out and just doing it on their own right now, you know? For sure. Yeah. It's amazing. And even when, yeah. when we when we talk about black authors, we don't want to just focus if you know people might be getting this a little confused. Not to just focus on those that are already here. Just like you said, you gotta go back to the to the uh, you know, the ones that paved the way beforehand. You Absolutely. Know, you know, not even just the ones that just wrote something back in the seventies or right. whatever. It's, it's people that have done things way before that. Way before yeah. that. Yeah, and the people who lost their lives in an attempt to read and write. Right, I mean, right. it's, far, it's even farther back than that, but that's a big one. Yeah. That's a big. One. Are you doing? Are you doing something to like focus on those type of people or some of the people that you know during you know these different movements in history? Um, know? Or would that you saw Black have... History? Any? Do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would, so, would yeah, that you yeah. Black History? I mean, I'll probably touch on it during my remarks, mm-hmm. but. I don't have like a set activity to do that. Mm-hmm. I do have a panel, an author's panel. So I'll, I'll be asking, you know, the panelists who were some of their, who were they inspired by. So I'm sure that will, you know, tap into black history and those who came before us. Um, but that's an excellent idea. 
um, for next year. Because again, this is the very first one. So I'm open to all ideas and I appreciate that um, that suggestion. That would be awesome. So you got to take my prior suggestion if it wasn't too ambitious to just say, forget the day. Let's just take the month. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's take oh, yeah. the month. Because I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you, Katyra. They're, they're not really celebrating Black History Month like they used to. Mm. Not in the schools, not, you know, you don't really see it like you used to. And we don't want one of these things where we just start fading away. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know. I don't know if they ever really celebrated it like that, you know. Well, <laughs> they, they did. Even, even when we were in school, I mean, but we went to school in the hood. So yeah, we're I mean, in Brooklyn, you know, but. Somebody touched on it somewhere. It's just like you don't really yeah. see it these days because there's so many different movements going on in the month of February that you're not really focusing on black history. You know? The reason the reason why I say that is is because I remember speaking to someone, you know, obviously we live in Delaware now, but um, I was speaking to a, a grown woman and I mentioned the word, like I'm talking to her casually and I say El Haj Malik Shabazz and she didn't know who, it, who that was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And her thing to say to me at that time was that, you know, um, you know, here in Delaware, you know, it ain't like New York City, you know what I mean? Where New York City, we had people that would, you know, give us this information, but yeah. You know, in Delaware, it wasn't like that. So I said, mm-hmm. say all of that to say, you know, I don't, I don't think everybody really celebrated it anyway. You know, I mean, we were just lucky and fortunate to grow up in the inner city. Or they're they're teaching bits and pieces of it, right? So mm-hmm. there's only certain parts of MLK that they're going to tell you about. Mm-hmm. Right, only right. certain speeches they're going to bring to your attention and kind of, you right. know, push off the other what's the controversial, you know, ideologies that he had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, they won't. They won't tell you about. You know, I marched my people into a burning building, Martin. <laughs> you know, yeah. well, my dream was a nightmare, Martin. They ain't even talking yeah. about right. that one. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And they don't mention Malcolm at all. <laughs> you know, they don't mention him yeah. at all. Which is yeah. funny because I did see a book, a children's book mm-hmm. uh, for Black History Month that was talking about him as a child. I think it was like I am Malcolm Little. Are you familiar mm-hmm. with that one, Katara? No. Yeah. So it was mm-hmm. a, a book that they had that um. Supposedly focused on him when he was a little kid, made for mm-hmm. children. I wrote that down. Yeah, yeah, so it's something to look into. Speaking mm-hmm. of um, changing history, right? Mm-hmm. Let me ask. I, I mean, this is completely off book, but did you see this whole thing going on with the Egyptian government and Netflix? No, I haven't heard anything oh, okay. about it. Well, let, let me put you on to something. Okay. So what happens <laughs> is. Jada Pinkett Smith is doing some docu-series about Cleopatra. Okay. In which, in the docu-series, they they hired a black woman to play Cleopatra. Mm-hmm. However, the Egyptian government is going at Netflix saying that Cleopatra wasn't black. Mm-hmm. That in fact, she was a white-skinned woman. Mm-hmm. You know, so we know, speaking of you know, whitewashing history, I'm like, the Egyptian government of all people, I'm just like, wow. Mm-hmm. But it just goes to show you, you, how do you know that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every depiction mm-hmm. of Cleopatra we have was an artist rendition or a movie, you know. Yeah. But she's coming from a, 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 a region where people had color in their skin. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm like, well, I thought that was kind of odd to, to kind of try to whitewash this thing. It's like that Facebook meme where it talks about Tupac being white. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's saying like if it, in 30 years from now, 40 years from now, Tupac yeah. will be white. You know what I mean? But how, you know what was funny? Where was the Egyptian government when, uh, who, who was the, the actress that played Cleopatra back in the day? Was it, uh, 
Liz Taylor. Liz right? Taylor, yeah, I believe it was yeah. Liz Taylor that played. Yeah, like nobody said anything about that. Yeah, they, didn't mind, they didn't mind Liz, man. <laughs> you know, for all the faux pas that's going on with Jada, we got to give credit where it's due. If you're trying to <laughs> put yeah, something out good. like that, then, you know, we got to ride with it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We canceled uh, Red Table uh, table talking. You know, she started, she started getting on point. Hey, yeah, now you want to try to knock her down after she... <laughs> The Egyptian government of all people, but don't you think mm-hmm. that's like an odd thing? And then, you know, to bring it back to the books, it's the the same way that we're seeing now. It's knocking the nose off the sphinx, you know. So, mm-hmm. um, like if you look at what's the the movement that's going on in Florida, they were saying that if you have any books about race or anything in, in your personal library in your classroom, that you mm-hmm. subject to be arrested. Don't ask me how. <laughs> you know what laws on the book that says that, but you seeing it. You know, and this is something that it might be contained to Florida right now, but yeah, you know, no, I want to, I want to say even in Mississippi or something like that, they had some sort of uh, something where the, the black uh, congressman or something like that walked out of a meeting because mm-hmm. they were taking a vote on getting the, you know, kind of like the critical race theory thing, man, when they were, you know, trying to take the books out of school and everything like that. They knew they, the uh, the black congressman knew that they were going to lose, so they just walked out of the, the whole entire procedure. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it is what it is. It's it. It's this. It's the world we live in. So getting mm-hmm. back to this thing here, what would be a good jumping on point for a lot of people if they want to discover black authors? Um, in, in your opinion, like, of course. In your opinion, like what would you say would be a good jumping on point? Like, what are some people you can name? Um, like uh, black authors. Yeah, yeah, like some of this. Yeah. Um, I like uh Walter Dean Myers. Mm-hmm. He typically writes youth um, books, but I mean, the themes in his book go across, you know, and they can apply to adults. I started reading him when I was back in high school. Um, The other Walter, Walter Mosley. I love his books. Love his books. Um, That's one. Um, I haven't I haven't gotten too much into like the celebrity autobiographies Mm -hmm. but i imagine there's lots of gems in them like i've heard great things about the viola davis story Mm -hmm. um and i actually bought a copy of lupita nyong'o's book um i forgot the name of it but it was where she had one out already yeah um that one focuses on sulway that's what it's called she focuses on colorism so there are lots of celebrities who are black celebrities african celebrities who are joining the author um, realm, which I highly support. I mean, they're influential and so long as they're talking about, you know, things that are, you know, mm-hmm. positive things, I I would support it. So I think that's another way to get our youth engaged. You mm-hmm. know, these are, you know, people that they look up to. Um, Tay Diggs wrote a book. I think it's Chocolate Me or Chocolate Skin. That's another one about colorism. Um, when I was in the library earlier, there were lots of books about hair texture and mm-hmm. texturism. Um, so these are very prevalent topics in the community. So those are the types of topics you can search if you're looking to dive into black authors. Of course, we write, you know, beyond those topics, but those are some of the more pressing things, um, in our community. So those are things that you can, I mean, you can Google those topics and look for authors who write about that. Um, but those are the, those are some of the authors that I recommend. Okay. What would it take to get this thing to stretch out as far as we could take it, you know, in terms of the month and all of that? What would what, what we have to do? Who would we have to write to or whatever? Yeah. Um, so I registered the day through 
I think it's called National Day of Archives. Right. Um, I'm, I'm sure there's an equivalent to register something for an entire month. Right. So it would just take, you know, Googling how to create, you know, a national month. Um, I'm sure there'll be plenty of options that pop up. There is a fee. So, you know, in addition to your passion, you'll have to open your wallet. But, you know, um, so long as it's worth it to you, you'll you'll be willing to do that. Um, so for those of you listening who want to embark on that um, and beat me to the punch. <laughs> no, no, that's, that's you mean you got the ball rolling. <laughs> yeah. know, like, what do we need to do to get the momentum going? To, yeah. To stretch this so, thing yeah, out? You can just, yep, you can just Google how to create a national month and plenty of resources will pop up again. Mm-hmm. Just be ready. Um, you know, they'll ask you why you want to create the month, who it's for, how people can be involved. Um, of course, who's creating it or wh- what person or agency, um, which month you want to hold it in. And then, you know, you make your payment and then um, they there's a process for them to select you. And the day st- I, it starts the I believe, well, depending on the date for me, it started this year because I submitted my application in September. Right. So with the new May with May coming up, mine is, you know, this is my first one. Mm-hmm. But it's pretty simple. Just do a Google search of how to create a national month, and it, it should be pretty simple from there. Yeah, because I'm, yeah. I'm envisioning, I didn't mean to cut you off, Dre, but I, I envision this, you know, just walk with me. You know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, office flooding these schools, reading to the babies, mm-hmm. giving away free books. You mm-hmm. know, uh, to the not only to just the kids, but to the adults as well. To mm-hmm. excuse me, have them discover, you know, things that they might have written in the past. Some of the best books was written like years ago. Like you oh, might yeah. look at stuff and like, man, this was written back in like twenty twenty oh five or something like that. You know, yeah. but yeah. um, <clears throat> to be able to just give them this information because I think like a lot of that is what's missing. This is a pay to play system, and a lot of people. are kind of refusing to do that these days mm-hmm. just give them what they need you know right this is like a, a great time for politicians to come out too you know what i mean yeah, yeah. we have a yep yeah, we have a few um who will be there and the mayor will be there and um one of the represent the a representative from the senator's office is visiting or is going to be there so i'm glad to see you know that they're on board with celebrating um and coming out so yes yeah, that would be wonderful, man. Like you said, just to see, you know, some good brothers and sisters, you know, maybe reading, reading the children or, you know, something Absolutely. like that. Doing yeah, a little, li- little library work or something like that. You know, I, down here in Delaware, they recently just have, I don't know, they got this hip hop thing going on where they had like KRS-One in the library and Rockham mm-hmm. and all, all these other people. You know, That's awesome. I mean? right. mm-hmm. That would be nice to see like some, you know, good authors come through and just sit down and talk about their books and stuff. I, I mean, old, you know, even some of the biography people. Or something. Right. But it would be nice to see like Sidney Poitier sitting down. Oh, well, you don't want to be saying Sidney sit anywhere right Yeah, now. yeah. I mean, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. <laughs> along, no, along, no, uh, along, along those type of, along those type right. of. Right. Right. Sydney Poitier come and read a book to me now. I'm running. <laughs> With all due respect. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like Viola come out and sit with Yeah, Viola, and, you, you, know, know, you know. Had a conversation, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All right, so. That's we don't cool. want Zane. We want some good. <laughs> no I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Ain't appropriate for a certain audience. Right, 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 right. right, right. <laughs> they want Zane reading no kids' books, you know. No. <laughs> so Katara, like if people want to support, you know, this mm-hmm. movement, if you know, once you're you're spearheading it. So you gave yes. them that information. Can For you sure. do they have like a website or something that can hit you out or whatever, you know? Absolutely. And just to reiterate, the event is it's national. Mm-hmm. So there are people who are participating who are not here in Rochester. 
Um, this is my hometown, so I'm hosting the reception here. But I have, you know, agencies from across the state, people from across the, you know, country who have committed to participating. Either they're going to make a post about their favorite Black authors on May 4th. They're going to do um, a video reading an excerpt from their favorite author, favorite Black author's book. They're going to either share a quote on their social media from a Black author. Um, some of them are Black authors, so they will be reading their own books or an excerpt from their own books. Some people are donating, you know, books by Black authors. So even if you're not local, nearby Rochester or planning to attend, you don't have to, you don't have to in order to participate. Um, for more information about other ways that you can participate virtually, you can visit my website. Um, that's love, the number four words.com. And you'll see the National Black Authors tab at the top of the page. Um, you can also donate. We do have a few sponsors. Um, it's two days away, but we're still open to sponsors as well. So you can pledge to participate. You can donate. You can sponsor. Um, and, of course, you can always share it out as well. Share it on your social media. Tell people about it. Text the flyer. Um, there are many ways you can be involved. So if you have that desire, please do join us. And you can go to love for words.com okay definitely definitely and as i told you before <clears throat> um may the fourth is actually what like star wars day or something it is yeah, yeah. <laughs> very very ambitious move to take on i don't want to mess yeah. you don't want to mess with them nuts man. no <laughs> celebrate both you tell, uh, yeah well was uh, billy d's uh character was it landau clarissian going back right there yeah. <laughs> go get you a man <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, no, but we definitely, definitely um, thank you for coming on because we want to support what you're doing in this particular space. Mm -hmm. And like mm -hmm. I said, when there is a Black Authors Month, whole month, mm -hmm. then you can say that, you know, the flag was planted on this soil. Mm -hmm. All right. For sure. So thank you for coming out, Tyra. We really appreciate it. Okay. And don't forget thank to thanks, jump on thanks. that love for words. Dot com in order to get more information on Black Authors Day. Okay? All right. So thank you, Tyra, once again. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't be a stranger. You know, anytime you need it, you got a platform here, all right? Awesome. Thanks so much. All right. Hang in there for a second. All right. The Only One My Podcast is available on all major platforms that you stream your podcasts on. And also check out our Only One My Podcast YouTube channel to catch up on the past and current episodes. And don't forget to rate the show and subscribe. Also, if you'd like to get in contact with us, with us, you can reach us via Instagram and Twitter at the Only One Mike P One, Facebook and LinkedIn at the Only One Mike Podcast, and you can email us at the Only One Mike Zero Zero at Gmail .com. There, you can leave your comments. We thank you once again for your time, the power as always, and we encourage you, please, to speak your truth quietly and clearly, and listen to others, even the dull and the ignorant, because they too have their story to tell. So until next time, please keep in mind that we never had to run from the Ku Klux Klan, so we shouldn't have to run from a black man. Peace. Peace.